I'm going to um, discuss immigration, the topic of morality, right, and the difference in morality between the different races in this multicultural, you know, country of the USA, the U.S. Um, and I first want to start off with, you know, the idea of immigration. Well, let's 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 look at let's observe the facts. Most immigrants that have come here, right, legally or illegally, uh, are non-white people. That's just a basic fact. Now, let's look at our current situation right now in this country. That is that that white people feel feel this morality, right, to judge people. Um, not only to judge people as individuals, which I think is a good policy to have, but also whites have a particular uh, idea that they should um, have no racial interest, right? That they that, that as white people, um, as as a race, right? They have no valid interest in uh, in whatever you know politics, right? Their culture, their language, their traditions. And this is immediately invalidated by the fact that white people in this country are being discriminated against, right? So there is a legitimate claim right now in this country uh, to defend yourself and your race, right? Def- like defend yourself on the fact that you are, if you are white in this country or even Asian, you're being discriminated uh, by uh, your race, right? Through government coercion, right? This is a government law that's, that's basically forcing employers to discriminate or, or, or colleges. Okay. So it's illegitimate to say that white people don't have a racial interest in that the defense of that argument is that we're being discriminated against by our race, right? By other ethnicities, by liberal white people even who whose goal is to profit maybe from from this racial discrimination or who are into self-sacrifice or who are who are all about seizing you know political power at the at you know this is the way that they want to achieve it so um my problem with multiculturalism is that not every racial group believes in individualism. They don't believe in not having a racial uh, interest. They don't believe, right, that collectivism is bad and that they shouldn't use their racial group to push, to seize government power, to, in fact, abuse, right, abuse, discriminate against or steal from uh, other racial groups or penalize other racial groups. Um, They just don't believe that. So, how can, why would white people be so happy to let in non-white immigrants who already discriminate against us, who already are in favor of discrimination against white people, uh, who don't believe in individualism on the whole, who believe they have a specific grievance for their race, where they advocate that it's white people's fault that they can't assimilate into our culture or institutions. And then uh, they demand preferences in hiring, in college admissions, 
right? So they believe that that white people um, have done something to them, and then somehow owe them, right? Because they can't, maybe they can't compete naturally at the same level, you know, as the native born population. So if there's differences in IQ or testing, they want to blame the native population, right? And then they want to discriminate. They use the government to say, we need to discriminate against them so that we can get these, you know, position colleges or in uh, companies. We want to see ourselves represented in these institutions. Uh, so you're going to do so by force because uh, we can't compete with other groups who have higher scores or better resumes or you know whatever you want to call it. So they're going to demand that the state discriminate against white people and Asian people, you know, in favor of other groups. Why would white people then be happy to let in more non-white people in this country to not only advocate for special privileges for their racial group, right, to discriminate? against whites to get preferences to not only discriminate, but also blame white people for their failures, for their uh, deficiencies. Um, So it's not just about the discrimination. It's about labeling an entire group of people, white people, right, as evil and as responsible as some group of people that have this responsibility now to lift up other non-whites, to promote them in hiring, to promote them in colleges, even if they don't deserve the job, even if they're not as good as some other person, even if they don't have as good as scores, right? But we're supposed to, as white people, have this moral obligation, and I, I don't agree with this moral obligation, but this is the idea that most whites... Are, are, are accepting is that we should have this moral obligation to promote diversity, right? This concept of diversity is everywhere. You know, we're supposed to self-sacrifice and it, so it is about self-sacrificing to other groups of people, other races, right? At, at your own expense, right? At your children's expense. And I, I'll just briefly bring up this one story I read, I believe yesterday, so, in 1996, New York, um, New York School Board, they had, you know, testing requirements for teachers. And um, if they couldn't pass it, the teachers would eventually get fired. But they had, like, two, year, two and a half years to pass. And there were, there were many people who didn't pass. And they eventually got fired, let go. Um, and they happened to be mostly Hispanic and black. You know, there were some, I guess, whites in there, too but they focused on the Hispanic and black people because they said that the test, they, they later sued the school district saying that the test was racially biased, right? And, um, you know, it's kind of important that, you know, we have some some objective standard to see who's gonna teach your kids. I mean, you think that if they get a, get a bachelor's degree, which New York did require, that they'd be competent, but they couldn't even pass these these extra tests because maybe they just went to a really bad school where they had grade inflation, I don't know. But um, this one lady, she tried to pass it 10 different times. I mean, they gave her a lot of t- tries. It's not like it was just one, one try and done. So she tried 10 times and she eventually got fired because she couldn't pass it. 
and um, she's now been awarded like $1.2 million from the city of New York based off of this this idea that it, they said it was discrimination. This test was discriminatory because blacks and brown people did worse on it. This is that idea of disparate impact, you know, coming in. Uh, so if blacks and, and brown people uh, are affected by a law or, or any kind of, you know, event or anything that's, that's, that affects their group more, like a standardized test, if they don't do as well, they consider that just, made, you know, discriminatory. Well, they don't have to prove, they didn't even have to prove how this is discriminatory. They just claimed it was, right? And this, um, this lawsuit's been, I guess it was 1996, it was brought, and I saw this story um, the city has set aside up to $1.8 billion for about 4,000-ish teachers who, you know, were in this class action who now have, you know, uh, huge settlement awards because they failed the test. So, you know, <laughs> it's bad on several levels that, that this, is, this is happening. <laughs> that, I mean, just, just on the surface. A lady, a you know, black woman, um, pat, you know, can't pass a standard test for teaching kids in public school, right? This isn't rocket science, people. So she can't pass this this basic test just to prove that she's capable and she's knowledgeable to actually teach public, you know, public uh, students in New York City. They give her, you know, she, she failed ten times. And what's her reward? Well, she got fired because she couldn't pass. But what is her reward from that? Well, she so she fails a test 10 times and she gets $1.2 million from this settlement. Um, you know, and they, 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 they had another gentleman who, you know, Hispanic who, who didn't pass and he got about a million dollars too. Um, anyway, so I, I guess, I don't know how they calculated this number, but they basically just I guess they assumed how many more working years did you have and what, you know, what did you lose from the, you know, getting fired? And so they, then they probably calculated a number from that. Um, but on the, you know, on the, on the uh, surface of this, we're awarding, you know, incompetent black teachers who can't pass standard tests that are required, right, for the job, for required to teach young minds. Um, you know, and she was, she was, this this one story said that she was working there for two and a half years trying to pass these tests. I mean, the, so the 10 tries occurred apparently over two and a half years. They gave her two and a half years. So she was incompetent, she incompetently teaching there for two and a half years, let's just say. Right. Who suffers? Well, the ch children, right, who don't have great teachers. Um, two and a half years to try 10 times and her she got fired eventually. And then she, uh, you know, gets awarded one point two million dollars. So what happens to this test? Well, they, you know, obviously they won. So then what happens to New York City? Well, they got rid of this test, right? Or maybe they, maybe they, I don't know exactly if they replaced it with something else, but they definitely got rid of it. And guess what? This, the, the, probably the quality of the schools, right, went down, right? Because now they're afraid, hey, if we fire these incompetent, we know they're incompetent blacks and browns here, maybe white people too, right? They're probably I mean, yeah, there were white people who failed too. So, but there were just more blacks and browns who failed than, than whites. But what you know, the quality of the schools goes down because 
of disparate impact. This idea that uh, if, if a rule or standard affects blacks or browns more, then it's illegitimate, right? Instead of recognizing the true, the, the truth is that we are not equal, right? There's different average abilities. There's different average IQs across races. And that's okay to admit. You have to admit it. If you want to get rid of this idea of disparate impact, right? If you want to challenge this idea that, that our standards, that we're, we should have our standards and not have to be, submit to blacks and browns, like bringing down our standards. I don't want standards lowered because the blacks and browns can't compete and feel, and they feel, you know, bad about it. So they, they claim racism when it really is just ability, but they claim it's racist because they're pissed off, right? That they can't meet these high, I guess, high standards. <laughs> Why do white people have to change their culture, right? And, and, and lower standards, for black and brown people in this country, right? Why, why do white people have to lower their standards uh, to accommodate non-white people in this country? I, I don't understand the idea of this self-sacrifice attitude. Now, I'm, I'm not into self-sacrifice at all, and probably because I've, you know, been into Ayn Rand for a while and accept these ideas believe in capitalism, believe in freedom of association, believe in, you know, judging people as individuals and when, when, when I can, right, when it's appropriate, when I have unlimited inf information, un unlimited information, let's just say, um, and when it's morally correct to do so, I will do that, um, right, but... Everywhere you see it, standards are lowered, right, because of blacks and browns. Everywhere you see it, there's not one place that standards are actually uplifted because of black and brown presence. Um, so why should we be okay with immigration, right? And I'll talk about one more thing with immigration. Did you know that illegal people in this country, illegals, in, in the United States are counted in the consensus and that that number matters for House representatives. So House of, House of Representatives uh, are based on population and they use the census. And if they're using the census and including non-white, you know, illegal, sorry, illegal people is what I'm pissed off about is the illegals, right? They shouldn't even be in this country. They're, they are using census that includes illegals and they're divvying up government power in the form of, you know, representatives. How many representatives representatives are in one state? How many are in another? Right? They do it by population. And if you've let in a bunch of illegals into your state, right, and, and inflated the census numbers, then they, then that state representative of that area, right, that area, in the what the population boom is going to get another representative. So it affects politics, right? This affects politics. And even if you, you, um, you weren't even looking at, you know, different, different uh, abilities by race, right? And, and just the cultural differences and the different values, perhaps, right? Do these, do these people coming in, illegals, do they respect the rule of law? Clearly not. If they're breaking the law to come here, are they, 
individualistic? Do they respect individual rights? Do they respect freedom? Right? Are they going to trample all over, you know, the native population or white people's rights? Are they going to blame white people for their problems? Are they going to become collectivists with their racial group and solidarity? Right? I mean, Hispanics have, I guess they're probably not as bad as black people, but they also have collective action, right? La Raza or whatever that is. And they also, you know, tend to, I mean, they are an ethnic group with a common ancestry and culture, right? And they tend to want to vote for, for Hispanic representation. Uh, and they see kind of what blacks are doing in this country. I don't know. I guess it's just a thing, right? But why are white people the only people who are not supposed to have an interest in this country, right? A racial interest. Well, we definitely do because we're, we're being discriminated against, right? In our native country, our country is being transformed. Our history is being tossed. Our culture is being slung in the mud. We're being blamed for every single problem, right? That, 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 that happens in these minority communities, right? We're being, right? They want, they, they're, they're celebrating like our demise. They're celebrating white people becoming a minority. And they always try to get you with this one question of, well, you know, obviously you don't want to become a minority. It must be really bad, right? For minorities, obviously white people don't want to become a minority. Oh, why is that? And they think they, they, they have a gotcha there, right? They think that there's a gotcha. Number one, um, it's okay to prefer your own race. And that's not racism. It's okay to prefer, everyone does it, blacks prefer blacks, Hispanics prefer Hispanics, right? It's okay to want to keep your culture, your history, your commonality, people that share your, your common, you know, I don't know, appreciation of the founding fathers. I mean, right? It's okay to want to keep that. Um, every other country no one would question, you know, Japan, wanting to keep Japan for Japanese people. But yet everyone wants to say that Western countries should abandon their racial uh, preferences, that, 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 that it's okay if, if America becomes a majority non-white country. White people are supposed to be apparently celebrating this. Well, this is the idea of self-sacrifice. And this is what afflicts most white people, is this idea of self-sacrifice. That's actually the root of every, almost every problem I think we have in this country. It's this idea that whites are supposed to self-sacrifice to all other non-white you know, white groups and give in to their demands, right? To, to, to let them control our schools, right? Let them lower the standards in schools. Let them uh, vote in their special holidays for their racial group. Let them destroy our founding fathers. Let them destroy our culture. Let them blame us for every single problem that non-whites have, including not making, you know, good test scores, including not, you know, getting good jobs, you know, I don't know, like every single problem, having high crime, whatever their problems are, they think they should be able to blame uh, white people for those problems. And I think that white people should also solve them, mainly with money, right? Reparations come to mind mainly with, you know, giving into more, I don't know, racial demands, affirmative action, you know, anti-discrimination, bullshit training. Uh, this is what they demand, right? And if white people, white people just need to change their philosophy. They're so afraid of being called a racist, right? And no one can even define this term. Now, some people have, have started 
saying, I don't really give a shit. I'm called that anymore, but it doesn't mean anything. I mean, the left calls everybody who supported Trump a racist. Why do people still think this word means anything? I mean, they can't even define it. And when they do, it's different for blacks than it is for whites. So how can we have an objectively defined term? It's apparently like called racism, right? If the left wants to say that their, you know, definition is correct, then why don't they apply it equally to blacks and whites and to all racial groups, right? No, they say that that it's about power, right? This is the idea that it's about some kind of oppressive structure, right? That again, they can't define. So they've twisted words and language to manipulate whites into feeling some kind of moral guilt, right? They've manipulated white people and white people have done it to themselves as well uh, with the help of, you know, these white lefty elite people who, you know, have, have intellectuals who basically um, destroyed the country with their ideas uh, because let's face it, black people didn't invent these ideas. They, they came from, you know, white intellectuals uh, who, who taught black people how to think, right. How to, how to think about CRT and then, you know, the blacks and the black leaders in the sixties embraced it. And then here we are, right? Uh, you know, so again, every other group uh, ha- has racial preferences, right? Every other group does. Um, and they, they're allowed to get away with it, right? Now, we can live in a multicultural society if, if you know, if, if these people can come here and simulate in a way where they respect the rule of law, they respect you know, I mean, capitalism sort of is, we have a mixed economy right now. It's not fully capitalist or anything, but, you know, they should in theory respect our values when they come here, individual rights, right? Which are currently being trampled on by our government. And it, 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 the reason, the starting reason why individual rights are being trampled on is actually, we can blame black people. I mean, we can blame the civil, civil rights law. If we never pass a civil rights law, um, so part, I agree with parts of the civil rights law to the extent that, that they got, you know, racism out of government. Government should not be racist. They should not be passing, a, you know, they should not be codifying any kind of race into any kind of objective law. Right. So I disagree with government racism. But what they did is they, they passed. They they basically said it's not OK for private businesses to discriminate. Well, that's infringing upon the business owners rights. So they, they basically uh, infringe upon the business owners' rights, and then they, they started to do you know preferences for, for black people and stuff, and, and hiring affirmative action, which discriminates against whites, and that infringes upon white people's rights, um, Asian people too. Um, and that's actually a government codified law. So the Civil Rights Act, which was supposed to eliminate, it started off saying, oh, we're race neutral. It started off that way and white people got behind it because they thought that was good. They thought that it'd be good for race neutral policy and government. Right. But uh, they were tricked into thinking. I mean, a lot of people were tricked into believing that, you know, private businesses don't have the right to discriminate. That is that was wrong. But it was vastly unpopular because people don't understand philosophy and they don't respect individual rights anymore in this country. Uh, Business owners were vilified. Right. Um. But yet everybody discriminates whenever they buy a service, right? So why is it when you run a business that you can't discriminate? It just doesn't make sense. Um, And here's a good point. So right now, 
if you're a prostitute, right? Because prostitution is illegal in some cities. I think Nevada, right? It's legal. It's legal. Well, if you're a prostitute, let's say you're a male prostitute, and you only have sex with women because that's just what you prefer. I mean, you're a male prostitute who, who does a service with with just with women. What if a gay man, right, came came to you and said, "You have to have sex with me. You're providing a service. You're you're a male prostitute. You must have sex with me." I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, if you don't provide this, this service, I'm going to um, sue you on discrimination, right? So think of the, the, there's this big, you know, case, the gay, the gay um, cake baker case in Colorado. He was forced to bake a cake for a gay couple that he initially didn't want to, to, to bake, right? Because they were gay and he, he had religious beliefs. It doesn't matter what the belief is, right? You're allowed to deny people services, or you should be allowed to, but but our government infringes on people's rights now, right, and forces them to provide services to people that they don't want to serve. Um, so right now, I'd, I'd really like to see some gay guy or, or whoever, right, it doesn't matter who, um, some, I'd really like to see somebody um, in Nevada sue a prostitute, because I, I just want to see this to, to fruition. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't, but, but maybe we need something like this to occur to get people to agree that business owners have rights to discriminate, that they don't, they shouldn't be forced to serve everyone. And not only that, they should be for, they should be allowed to hire whoever they want. They shouldn't be given racial quotas. Oh, you have to hire this many black and brown people or else the government will come after you. Um, It should be totally voluntary voluntary interactions. If you don't have voluntary interactions, right, then you have government force and that government force is infringing upon people's rights. And that's, that is uh, illegitimate. That's an illegitimate form of of government. That's not how our government was founded, right? And, And I actually do blame blacks because what did they do? They got civil rights law passed. If it wasn't for black people in this country, civil rights law would not have been a thing. And the state has grown and grown and grown, and there's been more laws passed, right? Now we see it with the Supreme Court said that the transgender, being transgender apparently falls under disability law, right? And, and now, now, you know, you can't discriminate by gender, and so the transgender falls under that, under disability law. Right. So that means that now sports teams, women's sports teams are going to be filled with transgender men and they're not going to be able to keep them out, you know, because, you know, an event that holds maybe a swim competition or something, the business, if the business doesn't allow them on the team. Right. In theory, I guess I'm not sure who they would go after, but um, you have to make reasonable accommodations with disability law for anybody who's protected under that law. Uh, You have to go out of your way to accommodate them. Um, so, you know, I don't know why disability law includes gender. I mean, I, why would that be in there? I don't, I don't know why that's in there, but, um, I guess it is now, uh, um, cause a disability law should just apply to like, I don't know, disability, real disabilities, like deaf people, you know, people in wheelchairs, that kind of stuff. I, I mean, it shouldn't apply to genders, but I guess. I guess they're calling transgender people disabled. I, I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to look at, look that up. Um, 
But the point is, is that all these laws in, infringe upon rights of individuals. And we are so, this is, this is like a radical belief in this country. But this belief should be normal. This belief that, that the government shouldn't be infringing upon or allowing others to infringe upon your rights. This is a basic principle, right? That the government is supposed to protect individual rights, not infringe upon them or not let other groups infringe upon them. Uh, but that's what we've, we've, we have now in this country, right? And it's really because race relations are so terrible. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but blacks in this country, they really have abused the civil rights law, right? They claim everything is racism. They claim that because they can't make test scores equal to whites or Asians, that they're being discriminated against. They claim that because they, you know, they commit more crime, that's discrimination. That, that you know, all this disparate impact stuff, all this, you know, uh, you know, it's based off of just lower ability, lower IQ, not doing as well on a test, behavioral issues, right? Not, you know, being more criminal minded, having more criminality in their communities. Uh, right, if you have a, a higher criminal history on your resume, I mean, it doesn't look as great to employers as somebody who comes out squeaky clean. Um, you know, so maybe, but like, so, so the issue really, you know, stems from, from um, the Civil Rights Act really destroyed this country. And maybe, maybe there were issues before that. Now, again, I don't know what law got rid of government sanctioned racism but there was a big gap well i mean when did jim crow end i have no idea i thought that was the 30s reconstruction so there's a big gap between that and 1965 when they passed the civil rights act so i don't i don't know when 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 was the government disallowed from discriminating in law based on race at some point that happened and then they and then they added all the affirmative action and stuff from the Civil Rights Act. Well, almost immediately after that, I think. But what's wrong today? If you're so, you know, if, like, I don't think that government should be able to pass laws, right, that discriminate by race. But what is wrong today? They're doing that very thing. So if you didn't like that back when blacks were being discriminated against, you know, in the government, Jim Crow, which I didn't like it either, but I think private discrimination has to be preserved, but I don't like government discrimination by race. I don't think that's right because that's infringing upon someone's rights at the government level. In private association, it's based on voluntary interactions. You're not harmed by somebody not wanting to be your friend, right? If someone doesn't want to associate with you or be your friend or hire you, that shouldn't be a crime. And it's, it, it's, it, no one is harmed by that. You know, you're in the exact same position you were if you didn't have that friend right? Now, friend isn't, you know, I'm just using that as an example, uh, or that job. Um, no one is required to hire you. Uh, but we've lost that idea in this country. But why, again, why, you know, if you're a lefty, why, why, you know, if you didn't like Jim Crow laws, right? It was just government discrimination based on race in the 1930s or whatever, sanctioned government discrimination. If you didn't like that, why are you okay now with discrimination against white people in this country? Right, because we we have it. Discrimination against whites and Asians and, and affirmative action. 
right? There's quota systems. There's so, so many diverse people have to be on a company board now, right? Or else the government might come after them saying that they're discriminating against, you know, blacks. Uh, so if you're against discrimination against people in the 1930s from Jim Crow era, why are you okay with discrimination against a group today, right? White people, Asian people that favors a different group, you know? So you're just, you're, so you're in favor of government discrimination if you are okay with affirmative action. You're okay with government discrimination, but for you, it just, it just matters to you. It just matters, you know, well, which great group benefits and which group uh, is being hurt. So basically for you, you don't treat everybody as individuals in this country. You look at the race of someone and you say, yeah, this person deserves to be discriminated against. Right. So all you need to know from somebody is the race and you can say, and you're perfectly fine saying, yeah, it's moral to discriminate against them. The government mandating discrimination against them is perfectly moral to me, perfectly okay to me. Those are all, those are black people that like affirmative action. And those are all the liberal left people that defend and support affirmative action law and, and, and hiring quotas based on race that all companies are forced to do. These companies, right, a lot of the, the reaction on the right, right, to companies, you know, since the George Floyd thing, really, you know, coming out in mass, just saying, yeah, we need to hire more blacks. We've got, you know, 50% of our new, you know, upcoming hiring next year is going to be black or whatever, or female or trans or whatever they want, you know, whatever they're saying that they want. Um, that started because of the government mandating, which is on the books right now, that these corporations hire blacks or, or brown people at a certain quota or else the state is going to find them, put them in jail, accuse them of, you know, uh, discrimination, right? Because they passed the Civil Rights Act, which included, you know, at some point that you can't discriminate uh, if you're a business owner, right? Business is just made up of people that, that, that whoever is the business owner can't discriminate, right? Based off race. Um, so that means that, that in order to not look like you're discriminating based on race, you have to find you know, enough black or brown people or females or trans or whoever it is that, that the government is claiming, you know, have these special privileges now in society where they can basically, you know, if they don't get hired, they can just default to, oh, yeah, they discriminated against me. But any minority in this country can use that. Like, so if they don't get hired, I mean, what prevents them from, from immediately launching a lawsuit? And how are they going to really know the reason? It's like, it's kind of impossible to know. You have to get into the hiring manager's head, right? But this is always a tool that, that, that blacks know that they have, right? And the way, and I was listening to a lecture on, I think her name was Gail Harriet. Uh, she was talking about how employment law was changed to not only include like just back salaries for, for someone who wants to sue their employer for so-called discrimination, right, by race, they, they could sue for like extra, I don't know what, the, it's not, I don't know what it's called. Maybe it's called punitive or it's, it's, it's basically the one where 
you can basically get all kinds of um, extra, you know, compensation, right? And the lawyers were attracted to that, like, you know, sharks and, and blood in the water. And so they were like basically looking for plaintiffs. Hey, you were discriminated. You got fired. Okay. You were discriminated against. Let's bring a lawsuit because it's not just about lost wages or, or potential wages. Potentially it's about, uh, and this went too for harassment, sexual harassment, right? Which is also difficult to really prove. Um, so the because of the law, it, it encouraged behavior, incentivized people to bring these, these employment cases, um, so just like the law of, you know, civil rights law, it encourages, you know, blacks to act like sharks, right? They, they smell blood and they're out to, to squeeze employers. They're out to use the race card at every turn, you know, and, and lie, right? What are they doing with police officers? They're lying their ass off, right? They're lying to get money. It's to get money. I think it's also because they don't like police. They resent authority, and they especially don't like white police officers because they're, uh, let's just face it, they hate white people predominantly. Um, so it's, it's just revenge, it's hatred of certain race, uh, and it's also dollar signs, right? They wouldn't be bringing these lawsuits. They might be prosecuting just as in, in lying in court, but they wouldn't be bringing these lawsuits, right, if it weren't for... Uh, the money that they could potentially get and the civil quick cases that, you know, you know, why does Benjamin Crump always in the background there with the, you know, widow or whoever, the mother of the, the black perp, right. That gets killed at the, with an altercation with police. Well, because he sees dollar signs and he can, he knows that he can bring civil case right alongside these criminal cases and, and the city is now just not even defending itself. The city represents the taxpayers. Taxpayers are on the hook, right? And they're just settling with these black families. Look at Breonna Taylor case, $12 million, right? And the criminal char charges got thrown out at the state level. Now they're going after another federal case, right? But the city settled. Why did the city say, hey, look, I mean, they didn't win the criminal case against the police officer that, you know, the bullet and whatever. So why don't we take our chances? Why don't we try to defend this? No, they just, you know, give it in to black people, right? Oh, this is, so the case didn't even get heard. So just a bunch of bureaucrats sitting on this city who, whatever, decided to give $12 million to the Breonna Taylor family, just decided to just give in to black people just because, right? Probably a bunch of liberal white people or, you know, black people sitting on this board. Um, no, 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 they should be required to actually go to court. Because the city, the taxpayers are paying this. There shouldn't be just four people on this city board that just get to settle, right? That just get to not even put a fight up, right? Not even defend against this, you know, payout that they're going to get. I think that should be, they should probably, I think any, every city could probably change this. They just pass some law that says, look, you can't settle, right? You can't settle. You're going you're gonna to have to take this all the way to court because because the, the taxpayer that has to shell out the money they at least should be allowed to defend themselves in court they should at least have the best arguments thrown in there against the brianna taylor case of not having the city pay out money to them but but no we're just giving in left and right to blacks right um and it's unfair it's unfair to not even hear the case all right <laughs> I think I'm going to end this in a minute here. I'm just going to 
comment on North is comments in here. Um, Japanese are racist. Well, you know, North, um, I guess North isn't here anymore, but yeah, just throwing around a term like that, that nobody knows what he, what you're even talking about. And I guess he's commenting on the fact that I said Japanese people don't, don't need to like let in a bunch of black people. Like they're not required to do that. And that's not racism to let, to exclude others. That's called, you know, having a country, right. And not in having self-determination rights. So I guess North thinks that, you know, North would say that Japanese people, Japan, uh, they should let in black people or whoever that, you know, North wants to let in. Um, he's, he's acting like a little dictator, isn't, isn't he? Like this North guy. Um, I say respect people, respect countries and let them determine their own destiny. And if you know what, they want to keep their culture and their heritage, right? This North person has no right to tell them what to do. Um, even Japanese people will tell you that. I don't, again, there's no definition here, right? Uh, so I don't know what he's talking about here. He doesn't like my ideas. That's fine. People can disagree. Uh, but, um, again, uh, you know, white people deserve the same respect that other, other, you know, ethnicities are given. Other ethnicities, other nations are given the right to determine who they let in and who they don't. And if they, you know, if Mexico wants to let in a bunch of Chinese, does, does Mexico want to become no longer Mexican? I doubt it. I think there's something actually in their constitution, which, which uh, explicitly says they cannot become a minority. All right. Well, I'm going to end this here now.